0: welcome to VampCast extra it's episode 202 yeah <laughs> numbers and stuff right I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow we're back we are uh this week we watched 1997's the relic
1: sure did uh, well I mean we we tried to uh it's hard to see <laughs> it's, it's a, dark this is a extremely poorly filmed movie
0: it's it's dark it's poorly filmed and it sucks
1: Uh, I well okay I highly disagree I agree with the first part very much so I fucking love this movie except for how it's shot hmm I know it's weird like this movie is right up my alley except how it's made and
0: it pisses me off well I mean it's weird it's directed by Peter Hyams yeah um so he's you know he's made movies Uh uh-huh so for some man I just I feel like this era of this kind of movie just. I know you're going to disagree with me, but I just feel like this era, this genre, nobody knew what the hell they were doing. Mm, okay, I, mean, I I don't know. I, I mean,
1: I know the same guy that made End of Days, and I can understand. Like End of Days sucks. Um, mm-hmm. It always has, and mm-hmm. probably always will. And I and I will agree. Like Peter Hyams has this like history of casting people that it's like, all right, like. That's weird. That's a weird casting choice for this movie. Like Arnold uh-huh. does not fit with End of Days at all. I mean, now, I know he was especially like, especially try- at the time, he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he was. I know he was like trying to change his image or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be like gigantic, colossal, you know, body count movie every single time or whatever. Yeah. But End of uh, Days
0: would have been a good current day Arnold movie because he could have been old and grizzled, and you were like, yeah, that's about all we can expect from an Arnold movie.
1: Sure. But, I mean, like, you know, Roy Scheider is a weird choice for, like, Blue Thunder, and also uh, 2010, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, and, you know, Sean Connery is a weird choice for Outland. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, and Tom Sizemore is a weird choice in any movie. For know? anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, this movie works for me, other than how it's filmed. Like, okay. it's, it's strange, because... This movie, in a lot of ways, is both Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2 in the same movie. (laughs) Kind of. Kind Uh, of is, It's weird. um, (laughs) Because, like, there is a point, like, okay, so we should probably, you know, for people that have not seen The Relic, uh, which I will mention is on Amazon Prime and CBS All Access and a couple other places that it's Mm -hmm. available to stream uh, for quasi-free if you have the service. But, um... It's got you know starring Penelope Ann Miller. She's got a top billing over
0: Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Um and this was this was back when Penelope Ann Miller had this ridiculous career going. Okay, where she was just in ridiculous movies with ridiculous people, and then then finally she made that literal and made a ridiculous movie with ridiculous people. Because hmm. I mean, she was working with De Niro and Brando and all these people, and then all of a sudden, it's a fucking Tom Sizemore movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean I I know uh, yeah, I, it sounds like you don't like this movie at all, but I I I really like this as a genre movie. Um Okay.
0: I've tried over the years several times. It turns out I've reviewed this season 3, season 4, 31 horror movies and I every time I go into it I'm like, okay, now's the time where I'm just I love dumb shit more than anything else and I'm I'm on, I'm on board for this and it just doesn't I lose I I don't I don't specifically mean I lose the plot in this movie, but there are just several moments where I just go, "Nope, I can't follow this anymore." Well, what is happening? <laughs> I have
1: a couple of funny observations, but I mean, like for the most part, like okay, so it's it's horribly shot, horribly lit. You know, it's trying to go for this naturalistic, uh, you know, Fincher esque. Like, it, like there's a weird th- difference between like being dark. Like you can see Fincher movies; they're dark, but like the right things are lit. This movie is just like going for all natural lighting or, you know, apparent natural lighting and Mm -hmm. it's not... At no point does it ever cheat and say, like, no, this is, like, important scene that you need to see what the actors are doing. It's never, like, you know, like, (laughs) like, okay, natural lighting in the background but, like, your important shit should be, you know, still be able to be seen. That's kind of the trick. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, there are, like, dramatic, important parts of this movie that are just shot awfully. I mean, because there's a lot of this, like, it almost all, like, takes place at a museum um Mm -hmm. and then there's like a labyrinth of sewer stuff and sub basements and things under the museum you know places that would be dark and a lot of this is you know after hours of the museum kind of stuff but still you like also during a power outage and, and and at one point a power outage but you know it's like There are still like exceptions. You, like I said, you still need to make it so. Like, Poseidon Adventure is a dark movie, there's no power in their capsized ship. But you know, when it's important, you can still see what people are doing, see all the people, and and your brain goes, Okay, you know, maybe not real, but I will accept it because I can at least see what's happening. Mm -hmm. But what I like about this movie and what's weird about this is I feel like, um, pun intended, this is a relic of like old monster (laughs) movies. Um, like this feels like a 60s. Like, for someone that grew up on, like, a 60s-style, uh, you know, voodoo mummy thing, you know, like, it's just, like, it's funny to me because, like, I, I feel like, I, I don't know, I don't want to go on fun, like too much of a rant here, but, like, uh, you know, things for a period of time were chastised for being Ori- Orientalism, you know, like, oh, it's just... Far East and mysticism and blah 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 and we don't know like it's just like there's a mystery and you know and but it's it's funny that like everyone latched onto that because I think it's just as it has always been just as prominent to do the same thing with Africa or South America or any place sure. that's like distant and foreign and has you know different vastly different cultures to you know if like. Australia wasn't an English colony, it would be the same thing. and just be like, oh, it's fucking weird Australians and they're, you know, like (laughs) down there, like doing voodoo with their boomerangs and stuff. You know, it's just like, if it wasn't just like part of the quote unquote, you know, first world or whatever, it's like Australia would have the same thing. It's just like, it would, you know, but this is of that era where it's just like, I don't know, strange things are afoot out in the jungle and uh-oh, we brought it to a city and shit went crazy. So, I mean, like, you, you know, th- this is basically like, this is basically fright at the museum because it's like, you know, this thing came in and it's just like, uh-oh, shit, it's like this mutating relic beast thing, you know, hormones. Like, it's all like kind of a dumb explanation and and in the end, but like what I appreciate about this movie is it's... It's all masked in this suspensive disbelief and mysticism and superstition and stuff. I mean, that is a big part of the movie, both in terms of the characters, like, having and observing s- s- stupid superstitions and things like that. And then, like, you know, Penelope Ann Miller is just like, no, science, bitch. You know, like, it's just like, you know, like, everything. It's like, there is an explanation for literally everything. I can't believe that I work at this museum that is like, this is a cult, you know, obsessed, like... You know, like, I'm going to find this, like, crazy shit out in the world guy who, you know, somehow has a bunch of money. And, you know, it's this eccentric, like, you know, billionaire, whatever, millionaire guy that owns a museum. And he's into all, like, the, you know, artifacts and occult shit. And she's just like, no, science. Like, this is... And and the thing is, like, this movie is, is, like, a testament to science in the end. I know you have to, like, that sounds dumb because you've got this mutated man gecko bird thing you know trying to kill people but like in the end of the day it's like this movie says science wins you know like this is not like this is not a movie that's it's like, no, this is still explainable by science. Yes, it's weird shit, but you know what? Science is full of weird shit because all of the weird shit is still science. Like, yeah. So at the end of the day, this is still like, science wins at the end of the day. Yeah. like We have explained this. You know, my computer has mapped out exactly what happened. And-
0: yeah, they use science things to figure out exactly what the hell is going right. on. It's, it's a lot of take a sample of this, run it through the computer. hmm Put it under a microscope. Oh my God, it's it's Jim. <laughs> yeah, like I said,
1: this movie, like this movie, hits as many times as it misses for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I, I just like you know, like I don't think it's sold particularly well because of who's in it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Penelope M- Ann Miller is gorgeous. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like she's one of the super hot triple named females, like <laughs> Mary Stuart Masterson. <laughs> you know, like I'm just saying, like they're sure, yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead,
0: you know, <laughs> men, men get serial killers. Women get hot actresses right. <laughs> for their three named people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah. It, it, um, but like, and I, and I have, I actually have like no problem with her. Like I, I, I buy oh, I don't either. I, I'm saying like, I have, I buy her as a scientist. I buy her as a character, but like, I'm not saying, I don't know that it's necessarily selling, I don't know, like this is like the, the script is actually kind of interesting because you've got this crisscrossing of characters. You've got this grizzled cop who's just like, you know, full of superstition and Tom Sizemore. It's like, you know, here's my lucky bullet. Don't step over a body. Don't do this. Is it a black cat? You know, like, because there's literally a cat scare in like the first scene of the movie. And yes, I know that's a mortal sin in, in horror movies, but <laughs>
0: yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That Look. early on too is yeah. just like, Come on, guys. I know.
1: I know. Look, I know as someone who watches a lot of horror movies, the cat scare is like a, a minus like three jocks rating right off the bat in the horror movie
0: genre. But you know, like, but okay. I'm like, okay if there's a logical explanation for the cat to be there. But this was just, here's a cat. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's a ship cat. Cat ship. Yeah.
1: I don't know. He just, you know, some shift of a cat. Shift cat catch. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, um, but you know, you've got this like grizzled, like oh, I'm full of superstitions, cop. You know, crossing pat, ca- crossing paths with the scientist until they sort of meet in the middle. You know, where it's like, okay, look, I will accept. I don't that understand
0: how Sizemore gets out of bed in the morning. <laughs> His character is so riddled with superstition, like he can't do <laughs> fucking anything. <laughs> He's just uh, like a coin. Wait, is it heads or tails? Don't pick it. Up. Oh God, no! Just like I, how does he function? Like just how it like in a precinct of people? Mm-hmm. How is he able to function as a human being? Look, I <laughs> I,
1: I just I want to get on in front of this because I know people are gonna be like, you fucking like the relic? And like yes, okay, I have issues with it. Oh, there I are, guarantee you, the people who voted for the relic like the relic. Sure, okay, <laughs> I have issues with it because the recurring thing of his partner who gets like separated and becomes like you know cool guy like do stuff cop later in the movie you know he was just like this like oh gee boss what are we gonna do today you know just like lackey to tom size
0: you know who hey, they, that guy is right uh
1: yeah i recognize him why he's the guy
0: from the next generation he's the 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 super old guy who starts aging backwards because he's All taking a drug to help right. negotiate the peace treaty between All the right.
1: two okay okay yeah, okay yeah that yeah. guy got gotcha. it <laughs> yep that, no that makes sense um So, because like they have this continual thing, because you know they're they're crime scene investigators, so like they have to. We're not you're not CSI guys. I'm saying they're they're homicide detectives. Uh, detectives. So they're constantly (laughs) going to crime scenes. I mean, crime scene investigators are not necessarily cops per se. You know, they're not deputies or whatever. You know, like they're the guys that like do the science shit. And yes, whatever. (sighs) Um. But like they're constantly having this thing where like his partner is trying to walk over uh, the dead body. He's like, "Dude, you can't do that. Bad luck." And I thought for sure in the third act, like I didn't want the guy to die. But I thought for sure when they were doing the escape, like he was going to take a shot at the beast. The beast went down. He went, you know, and he was like, "Come on!" and goes to step over it, and that's when it does. It's Jason. I'm not dead, and murders the guy. And if he hadn't stepped over it. You know, if you'd listen to Tom Sizemore, I was just waiting for that to pay off better than it did. The way it does pay off is like they basically step over a chunk of the blown up creature at the end. And you're like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> like yeah,
0: let's yeah. get out of here. But they don't, they don't pay any of that stuff off well no, at all. Because no. like the whole thing with the, the bullet that he carries around with him it doesn't come into play at all really you you're you're like I've seen a movie okay I you know they give an explanation for why he carries it around fine he you know some guy came but, at him point like range the but, bullet but the gun she, she fire. should
1: have pulled the, the bullet out of her bra because of course you know that's where ladies keep things and put it into a gun Yes. and shot and like, that would and been shot the, the, the ca- you know
0: the canister that blew up the yes. lab yes exactly yes. yes that's and that doesn't happen no it doesn't um, no, I agree. Also,
1: I also it, agree because there's a point. All right, I'm jumping all over the plot of this movie, but like, fine. When, when shit goes crazy, because it's basically also the Jaws plot of like this museum is having a gala. Like, I'm so sorry. One of our security guards literally got decapitated in the bathroom. You know, blood sprayed everywhere. But you know, we found a random crackhead in the in the in the subway that somehow. I don't really ever even understand how he got all of the things. That... All the
0: tunnels linked together. No, and... I, I'm,
1: I'm saying I, I don't know how he got the evidence on him. Like I don't know how like he had the dude's medallion that was one of the victims on the ship or whatever. Like that. Part, oh yeah, that, there's a lot
0: of that. That part. A lot of. Sense. I don't know how yeah. this how it's, this thing got from point A to it's point B. It's a B total and... red
1: herring, guy. Yeah. You know, it's this bum that they like. You know, they shoot. Yeah. and They're like, yeah, we got the killer. And then they're like, well, go ahead, open up. The, you know, let's have the gala. And of course, the thing's not man. Dead. They're
0: just like, hey, there's a bum here. Let's put twelve shots into him. Well, the, <laughs> I mean,
1: to be fair, when you're like. Announcing yourself, and you're walking around the tunnels, and then you shine a light in a in a little alleyway, and some guy goes, "Ha! Ah! Yeah, you know, I'm going to shoot. I'm afraid. Like you know, like uh, yeah, If, I if know. a guy charges at me at any point in time, and I have a gun, and I'm announcing myself, and the guy goes, "Ha! Ah! You know, like i shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> like, ah, ha! It's not an answer or to. Or is know. anyone here? I don't know. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, unless, like, you know, you're nonverbal, I guess. Like, that would be an sure. acknowledgement of, ah, you know.
0: <laughs> we'll never know, because that bum died. <laughs> yeah. Hugging on the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs>
1: but, yeah. So, like, that's, that's all a convenient dumb red herring thing that, sure, yes. But... Yeah, The other thing that I, I noticed is, like, getting to that, they're down in the sewers, and, and the dude from Star Trek is, like, leading the super-duper-rich people down the sewers. Uh, they're wading through sewer water at, like, sh- just below shoulder depth. Yeah. And I'm curious how Linda Hunt was not underwater. Because <laughs> Linda Hunt is in this movie, and she was one of the people in that party. Linda Hunt is, like, four foot two. and <laughs> And... <laughs> and If, like, you know, that dude from Star Trek was up to, like, almost shoulder-level water, she's underwater.
0: (laughs) I mean, I... Yeah, they they don't make any attempt to say she's not tiny. I
1: assume (laughs) Linda Hunt can swim, but I'm saying, like, she was not walking with them is what I'm pointing out.
0: (laughs) Dog paddling the entire time.
1: (laughs) So, anyway, that was one of my my observations when I realized, like, she was part of that party. I was like, wait, (laughs) how is she Mm -hmm. not underwater? (laughs) Um... uh Yeah, but basically, if you want to know the plot in a nutshell, eccentric billionaire guys uh checking out some tribe in Brazil and like is taking pictures of like their crazy like summon a demon thing, and then they're like, "Here, drink this," and the guy's like, "Oh, okay, sure, yeah."
0: He literally shrugs and goes, "Yeah, why yeah, the hell yeah. not?" Yeah, yeah. Went Went in, in Rome.
1: Rome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, do as the Romans do. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So he basically gets he gets turned into the creature thing, you know, because basically yes. it, it's like the the um, scarecrow toxic thing. Because like this dude just comes out dressed in like some you know tribal gear, and he's like, oh Jesus God, <laughs> like it's, this guy's got a headdress on. <laughs> like, he's flipping the fuck yeah. They out. freak
0: him out, and he goes back to the boat, and he's like, hey. Boat captain, don't put my crates on the boat. He's like, see, put your crates on the boat. He's like, no, no, don't. He's like, yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, smell you later. It's wait, no, nothing, none of this was resolved. What are you doing? <laughs> so he just jumps on the crates and gets on the boat, mm-hmm. and then the camera pans over, and the crates weren't on the boat, right. and then this creates a whole hour long confusion of wait, how is there a monster here if his crates weren't? And then what the but they they uh, eventually explain it, but
1: yes, well, actually, he sort of explains it too, like he he like. The, the captain guy who's like, see, the crates are already on the ship or whatever, and he's like, no, no, I need this one crate off the ship. And he's like, no, no, too late. Like, it'll just be there. Like, it's already on the ship. Um, see, it's on the ship. <laughs> but he's like, some other of the crates are not going on the ship. They're going by some other method. And that's why when they pan over and show you, like... Like he, some of his crates were on the ship because he clearly yeah. he was already turning into the creature thing and needed the the stuff off the leaves that he had packed right. and was like I oh god I've got to eat some more of that shit and jumps on the <laughs> boat and then there's none of it there you know because it's on the crates that are outside and that's when he goes on a murder rampage and eats all yeah. the crews because basically they they just they describe this you know mutating fungus stuff as basically being like a concentrated dose of the hypothalamus of the human brain so mm-hmm. as a you know, if you can't get your real meal, you can tide yourself over with a actual, you know, hypothalamus. So he just starts eating people's brains, basically. Yeah, uh, you know, or ripping, you know, turning into a, like a gecko creature and ripping your heads off and then eating the part of the brain. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's 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 your monster in the movie. Is this guy is like, you know, yeah, sure, I'll I'll drink your potion. <laughs> <laughs> it seems legit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's how that happens, and then you know, thing of course comes to the museum, and you know. Or the, so, you know, the, the, the best stuff that, part of the, this
0: movie to me is, so they have this gala opening with the mayor and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you caught the guy, the murderer, the case is closed, stop it, and then, of course, Sizemore's like, nope, not closed, get him out of there, right. and then there's there's the 10-minute the scene of chaos, and... There is some fucking chaos stunting going on that is amazing. Just mm-hmm. like people dressed up as old people, flinging themselves down concrete stairs yep. and and just just trampling over each other. And it's one dude, one lady
1: gets crushed in the revolving door. I think. oh yeah, like,
0: I don't even understand
1: how that happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, not in the uh, way you would think like not in the like, oh, I'm half in half out of the revolving door and someone's pushing on the revolving door and I've been, you
0: know, split. No, it's like they were pushing at both sides and the panels just kind of smush her. It's yeah, it's weird. It's it's a lot of chaos and and. So, I I really like that bit a lot. I like the bit where the, the creature's picking off the, the SWAT team guys who are rappelling down from
1: the ceiling. <laughs> Dude, the one guy that, like, gets bit in half, and then his partner that drags him up, his... Like, they don't hang on it long enough, but that guy's reaction to his... Uh, Dewey, you've been cut in half. You know, moment of his partner is he,
0: just—he goes full like Shawshank Redemption. Just oh. throws his head back and his arms out, just like, no. like yeah,
1: like every one of those things that you've seen on every like comedy show when they the camera goes up and pulls up and you know, yes. while the person screaming to God, you know, it's like that is what this dude is doing. But the camera is like at a st- standard tripod level, you know. Like, yeah, it does. Not, it doesn't no, go with it. it's this guy it's a acting, wasted opportunity This guy is acting like it's on the crane and he's about to get his moment. But, yeah, this guy like, pulls up. You know, uh, you yeah. know his partner half a half a partner and uh, Eric, <laughs> Eric the half a half a half a SWAT guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, nailed it. Yeah.
0: Excellent. <laughs> you did it. Yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, yeah, he just yeah he goes all out. It's I don't know. There's there's so yeah. much dumb shit in this that it's it it all adds up to be kind of great. Other than how it's shot, because goddamn, I cannot understate how badly this is shot.
0: So, well, I think what happened was. This was so it was a it was a production where they started the movie without the creature being finished. And so they had to film all of the people stuff first. Mm -hmm. And then anything involving the creature was just filmed in a rushed panic because they were out of time and the special effect didn't work right because they had to put dudes in this suit. Mm -hmm. And then they realized, but we need the thing to run. And it was like, well, we can't do that. So they cobbled together a CG thing real quick, and that looks like trash. Like yeah. it is it, fucking terrible.
1: It is, I, I, admittedly, it is bad. I mean, <laughs> especially but, when
0: it's on fire. But oh we also, my god, that but is we hilariously that, bad.
1: Like, what was it? Uh, how many years later was Mummy Two?
0: And it was still yeah. bad. I mean, you yeah, know, it's still so bad,
1: I'm, yeah. You know, and that was, like, not rushed as like far as I know. That was just, we don't know what we're doing. And
0: Yeah, this era was just like, we don't, there's no texture on this. It right. doesn't, which is weird because you still go back to Jurassic Park and you're like, that looks good. <laughs> well, then again, <laughs> so, we are talking about,
1: you know, Swing not Jurassic Silver Park. Versus, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is not 2001. This is the guy that made the sequel. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's it, not Kubrick. Yeah. It's Peter Himes. You know, yes. <laughs> it's, there's a difference. Yeah. I mean, like, if you know, if, Kubrick needed CG like well such as he had to put fake naked people in Eyes Wide Shut and if no one told you that you would never know you know like i'm sure. saying so like yeah
0: yeah yeah i i just i i, I actively dislike the shticky supporting characters all throughout this i I, you know, I realize that you want to give everybody something to do, but it's like, okay, these two cops are obsessed with coffee and they're going to talk about coffee the whole time. And here's two kids who are lost in the museum and fart jokes and who gives a shit. And who, I
1: assume they got murdered. Those two kids. Like it's implied.
0: N- no, they got out. Did they? they? Yeah. That's when Sizemore first shows up and he's like, all right, oh. kids would we'll take them home. Yeah, they they got out because the bum scared them.
1: Okay, I must have turned away for half a second. Yeah, no, there was a
0: scene of them with, like, you know, emergency blankets over their heads, and it's just like, okay, kids, get out of here. Okay, all right. We'll call you for a statement. Um, I I hate how chippy everyone is to each other in this movie. It's one of those movies where it's just like, I don't have time to answer your question, detective. There's a murder happened? Who cares? Meh. you know, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Sizemore has this running thing where he he's getting divorced and his ex-wife took the dog and he's fucking upset he just keeps bringing it up like
1: <laughs> All right, call the call
0: in the National Guard and one more thing. How do you get custody of a dog? And it's just like okay. Let it fucking go <laughs> There's a <laughs> monster me, here, dude <laughs> to,
1: I look I know it's Tom Sizemore and i am not look i am not trying to be the Tom Sizemore internet defense force or anything like this But that to me pays off because when he finds the, the you know, they've got two police dogs All oh, right yeah. chasing the thing and <laughs> in the in the sewers you know they're like here's some of the bloody mess that we found go get them boys and of course that ends up with one of the dogs getting murdered and hucked back yeah. at the dog handler to do yeah. Back at them. <laughs> yeah so like you know of course the dog handler is like oh my god the other dog and goes running off despite you know if something picks up your german shepherd and hucks it back at you you probably don't want to fight it i'm <laughs> just yeah, saying no. you know anyway but when Tom, Tom Sizemore finds the other alive dog, the, when he gets down and just lets that thing go to town on his face, I was like, to me, that paid off the entire like C plot of like him, him, you know, being obsessed with his losing custody of his dog, like right? Because it was just like, who's a good boy? <laughs>
0: the dog did go to town. I'm on pretty his sure face. that was just a dog, a
1: drug dog, and it was like, I can taste the
0: cocaine. Yes, <laughs> your face is filled with narcotics. I'm never sleeping again. <laughs> I've done my job for the rest of my career. (laughs) Just all the drugs are you. (laughs) Just the
1: cast-off powder that's over Tom Sizemore's face is enough to fuck up any dog. (laughs) Uh, Again, I don't know if Tom is the guy with the drug problem or not. It is, yes. Tom
0: Sizemore has a highly publicized drug problem. (laughs) Okay. Fine.
1: I don't know. I, I, I really... I didn't know I was gonna have to defend this movie as hard as I did, but like, like I said, tonally, this movie just really works for me. It is full of cliches. I mean, almost everything is a cliche because, I mean, even the c plot stuff. Because, of course, like she's a scientist having to chase a grant, and there's another guy like who's just, you know. all too happy to like glad hand, you know, it's, it's one of those situations, you know, it's one of those movies where you've got the character that's like, thinks he's really good, you know, has the confidence to think he's really good at hobnobbing with fancy people, but like they all despise him because he has this confidence and, right. And it's unearned. <laughs> and then, you know, I, people generally actually like, the you know, someone who's honest and like her and driven, but yeah, I just yeah. like that. There's like this, that dumb C plot thing, you know, there's the, curator guy in a wheelchair you know it's just like you know the guy in the wheelchair is like oh man you're in this kind of movie you're not gonna live <laughs> like it's just it is gonna come down to a situation where your immobility is going to be the death of you so
0: yep basically it is you you know there's going to be running and all this mm-hmm. like that character is not gonna make it because yeah. there's one point where it's mentioned like we're gonna have to take you down the stairs and he's like the stairs and she's like yeah well <laughs> yeah.
1: hope your brakes work <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like I said, I, can, I can't defend why this movie works for months, so much for me. It is, you know, it is, it's is, It's just, it's an alien ripoff that works for me. Like, I, I can't explain it any better than that. Like, some of these well, things. Well, it
0: is, it, for me, it is very much of that Alien Resurrection era of just like, what are we doing? What? You guys don't know how to make these anymore. What's,
1: you know? I, I disagree. I feel like the museum uh, labyrinth nature of this gives it a very Alien 1 feel. Like, I okay. just, I, f- I feel like it's, you know, it's a lot larger cast, obviously. And yes, there's people. I'm not, it is nowhere near the close of quality of, of an <laughs> alien. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying, like, it it's, tonally for me, it just works because it has that same feel. It's that, hmm. like, we're stuck in a place with a thing that wants to murder us. How do we get out? You know, and that generally, like, if you want to give me a, a, a plot that I, I mean, I've said I'm a sucker for most things sci-fi. But if you want to, like, take... Uh, a horror-esque plot that I am totally on board with. It is trapped inside of a place with thing or things trying to kill you this is why the raid and dread and all these things work for me because it's just like we're locked in here fuck you know (laughs) and that's you know like (laughs) i know that's not the entire movie because a lot of it's you know a lot of it plays out like almost like seven you know it's just like what the fuck is going on we're chasing a serial killer you know so there's a lot of police procedural and science stuff and you know all this kind of b plot stuff until it's like uh uh-oh lockdown now we're trapped in the haunted house you know i get that but I don't know. Right. It just this works for me. Like I said, other than how aggressively, awfully shot it is. <laughs> so, okay, you know, and I, I apologize if it's not the movie. I understand sometimes this is transfers. You know, like this could have just—it's not a
0: good transfer. I'll tell you that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like it. You know, this could have been a perfectly fine movie that over the years just hasn't gotten any attention, and you know artisan video or some you know shit video company got the rights to it and it's just like we don't care like you know this is like we're never going to go and remaster this and do it right it,
0: it, it feels like a very early HD master mm-hmm. that was not done with any kind of you know really just forethought of this needs to look really good for like streaming services and stuff mm-hmm. like that because it, it's dark it's grainy it parts of it don't look color corrected it just has that very lazy like one pass like well it's HD <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the the resolution is higher than DVD. There you go. And, and That's sucks. what you get.
1: It sucks because like I you know, aesthetically I want to like what it's doing, other than you just can't see what's happening nine times out of ten. Like I yeah. like I I actually like the visual style Hyams is going for or a cinematographer, whichever, you know, like there's something I believe in, he
0: is his own cinematographer. Okay, so. well, yeah. So, I
1: mean, like, I, I... You know, maybe with a good proper transfer of this movie, you know, it would be a night and day haha, mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. But, like... uh, <laughs> Or day for night. But, <laughs> but like, it's... You know, like, I, like I, I really like... It's just so great because like this movie is like a mishmash of so many different things. Like everything that's going on outside is clearly diehard. You know, it's like it's the cops oh, waiting yeah. outside Nakatobe Plaza, you know, style of the action. And and it's shot in like interesting ways. And, you know, so like there, it, it's just invoking so many other movies that I like, you know, not particularly well all the time, but there's enough hear that it's this hodgepodge thing i really like this movie you know and also kind of hate it at the same time it's it's annoying because yes the cg thing at the end is atrocious and also there's like there is a dumb alien 3 moment where it's like the yeah f- why the fuck is this happening like what you know there's uh, you know i uh fuck okay i can't i was gonna make a reference but i can't it's too goddamn new <laughs> you probably haven't even watched it yet okay but, yeah there was something that felt very similar to something in the season two, episode one of The Mandalorian, like th- where it's like there's a specific trap I have concocted, and it must require getting to this point or something. It seems like she's waiting for something, and it's like no. They, no at all like not at all like you know you waited till the last fucking second to call your little you know freight elevator thing why and you know like and also there was no reason for it to have to get to the point that it did you know it's just yeah it's dumb like it's like yeah. this dumb like i don't know just alien 3 thing happening it's just like why yeah it had alien 3 was it the same year no this was the same the year. And alien
0: 3 was 90- way before A- alien 3 was 92, 92. yeah okay because like this was Alien Resurrection time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, th- yeah I'm thinking now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just it it does seem like a, it had to one up that, but I don't understand why. And I'm no. pretty sure that shot was in the trailers, too. So it's just like, the hell are you doing? Like it, it implies. So, I mean, like we've said, it's the it's the museum dude that is part of this thing. And she had mm-hmm. just found this out like five minutes ago. Uh, before this thing happens, but it's just a weird implication. I don't think the movie earns this moment because it's not like it's ever established that that dude was gross towards her. Mm-hmm. But the implication is like, I remember you. You're that lady. Now's my chance to to lick you with my my lizard tongue. You yeah. know, it's like, why? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice torn, like nice it, tongue. <laughs> what a fork.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it. I don't know. It just seemed out of place. Yeah. But. That's how I feel about this whole movie. Just all, yeah. all the sum of its parts do not add up to anything that that I like. I I keep going into it every five, six, seven years trying to, and sure, it it just doesn't work for me. Don't, so don't get um, me wrong. Like
1: this is, I I agree. This is an era, and I know I just listed a whole bunch of things that this movie reminds me of, but mm-hmm. this is an era that I, I you know we've had this fight. Like you think the '90s as as an overall thing suck, and I do not. I do not concur with that like even in the slightest. I mean, maybe from a top level pop perspective, it's some of the worst, but I also didn't even agree with that. I mean, I would say the pop level from seventies and eighties is way worse than the nineties. But regardless, my point is is like where I will concur with you that like the nineties went wrong is just like I've had this argument before. Just like how Nirvana and Pearl Jam kind of ruined uh, quote unquote alternative pop music for a while, which just doesn't even make sense. But like how everything was just like, oh, uh, yeah, that's what that's the sound that we needed. We got to copy mm-hmm. that. And so everything being, you know, for, for 10 plus fucking years, you uh-huh. know. And David Fincher and people of his ilk kind of ruined movies for the last half of the 90s because they came in and started shooting things like, holy shit, like what's going on here? like film noir is back and all these people thought, yeah, that's how movies are supposed to look and started trying to do that. And it's some combination of the film stock and the, the birth of DVD becoming the medium of that time where Mm -hmm. man, a lot of these movies from this era just look bad. Like, you know, just real bad. Like they were going for a thing, a a David Fincher look, and it just is not there. Yeah. So Fincher did alien 3 and what, three. 9 and 91 too, somewhere around there. Yeah, 91,
0: 92.
1: And then 7 was still before this too, right? That 7 was 95, was 95. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, clearly this is something that, you know, he would have seen Alien 3, obviously. I mean, that, that shot is far too close to it. And, oh, yeah. You know, and the fact that this is all aliens-ish in, in the first place to me, I feel like it was clearly some sort of influence and like, oh, I really like the look of that and, mm-hmm. you know, Seven had just come out so I can, confi- feel I can conceivably say like, yeah, let's, let's try to make it look like that guy but it fucking failed, failed spectacularly and <laughs> yeah. as I recall, like, the Days has a similar look. Like, it just, this, it does. it's this yeah. dark, gritty, reddish night thing and it's just like, Ugh. like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, the one thing I, I wish I'd researched more before we did this and I forgot mm-hmm. uh, is that, so, I do know. So this is based on a novel, <laughs> sure. Which you know, classy. Uh, it's based on a series of novels, which partially feature uh, Tom Sizemore's character as a recurring character throughout them. Okay. I, I, what I want to know is like, is it is it a monster thing every time? Like a new monster has shown up in Chicago. Like every time. I'm 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 super curious about this franchise of books that I forgot to look up. But just. First of all, I had read that Sizemore was a, a a composite of that character and another character from the book, but then also that this character then continues on. Hmm. I you know, I are, are they all like sequels of the relic? Like is it, you know, were we supposed to pan over and find the relic eggs or whatever, you know, the dumb the well, dumb ending uh,
1: of these? Okay. So I, I feel like there's a couple other things I have to mention before we stop talking about this movie. One, and and I I've been trying to formulate a better joke for this. So but I'm just gonna I'm gonna like put the tools out there and you can come up with it on your own. But like <laughs> I feel like there's something to be said about the fact that like they basically blow up a museum with a bunch of priceless shit in it, uh mm-hmm. to defeat a gecko monster. There's some sort of insurance joke to be made there. Uh but I you know, I just don't feel like connecting the dots. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: up to you guys. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um the
1: other thing the other thing we didn't mention is that there is a point where, okay, so it's implied that whatever eat these like super powerful, like, you know, they're, they're basically like the PCP of, of the hypothalamus, you know, it's like, it's the super condensed version of it. And so like there, it's implied that like, you know, Penelope and Miller basically works with like beetles and like mm-hmm. decomposition, like it's studying beetle decomp, you know, beetles ability to decompose uh, yeah. organic stuff. And I, I don't think they ever really talk about why she's doing it. I mean, no. it, it would have, imply that i the way that the conduct the studies that they're conducting look like they're probably trying to figure out how to harvest these things to like you know eat garbage and stuff you know like <laughs> sure like, probably you know, yeah um but basically one of the like you know one of these things escaped or whatever and crawls in the box the cooler thing with the whatever larva stuff that is mutates everything and turns into mm-hmm. this like naked lunch beetle thing that crawls out and tries to attack her which even as a scientist she's like fuck you and smashes it with a textbook <laughs> which is accurate i mean you know like yeah, yeah smash first and study questions later you know because right. like, I mean, right, yeah exactly. i mean like seriously if the naked you know naked lunch typewriter pops out of a cooler and starts coming right at you yeah grabbing a biology textbook and smashing it's probably a good idea uh-huh. uh, but yeah so but like, so it's implied that like, you know, this, you know, I I was saying this is in terms of your like ongoing series of like, if any of these little egg things are laying around, you basically got Godzilla seeds, you know, oh, like, shit. so anything that eats it can just like start going fucking ape shit and, and turning into whatever murder thing. And, you know, yeah, so exactly. it's like,
0: yeah, like what crazy bug is going to eat it this time? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, I mean, I'm saying like, you know, it, it's pretty much implied I mean, and this is, it's not like, this is the only place these things exist. They're clearly more down in Brazil, wherever they were. But oh, yeah. You know, you know, so it's just like, they mostly incinerated most of it. She was just like, oh, I wonder what the shit is on this leaf. And like, you know, kept one, you know, otherwise Yeah, it's she like, kept one to, to yeah, fuck with. <laughs> otherwise, like this, is, you know, I I honestly don't know if the thing would even come to the museum to murder. Like, it probably wouldn't have if she hadn't been like, well, I'm going to keep this. Like, because they incinerate all the rest of it. And I don't think it would have been lured to the museum. I think museum. it was coming
0: there because it knew that's where the, the crate of all the leaves were I
1: think it was more, I could smell it, because, I don't know, because it seemed like it wasn't until she, like, took it out of the cooler the first time, and was like, let me go study this, that, that's when it was like, it, it went that night and murdered the, the guard, because yeah. it's it's implied that, like, there is this uh, drainage thing that goes all the way to Lake Michigan, and that's how it got there, it's like, it, you know, it murdered everything on the ship, jumped off the ship, jumped in this thing, and, and took an express route right to the museum. As you, know. you do. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, you know, so that's like how it basically got in without like, you know, having to like yeah. come out of the crater or whatever. <laughs> but it it is it is strange. It does make you ask some questions because I I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, I don't know. Some of it's actually kind of tightly. You know, like I, I was questioning, like for a second, I was thinking like the 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 museum owner guy slash monster was inside with the creative leaves. But no, he hopped on the ship in Brazil. Yeah, he
0: was on the boat. Yeah, and ripped open. He transformed on the boat.
1: Well, he ripped it. You know, ripped open this one crate, thinking it was his leaf crate, and it was just a bunch of rolled up rugs or something. He's like, no, and you know, like that's when he went on his murder spree that we didn't see. It was just you know, but yeah, so yeah, he never got his leaves on the boat.
0: So no, Hmm. that's why he ate the hypothalamuses of all them people. Yeah, (laughs) left Mm -hmm. them in the bilge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like I said, all right, this movie shouldn't work, but it works for me.
0: Well. Go ahead and rate it, Relic Defense Force. Uh,
1: I'm going to settle on a three jocks. Like, strangely. Okay. like It would be higher if it wasn't filmed like shit or whatever reason that it looks like shit now. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason. I'm saying, if whether it's filmed that way or through <laughs> shitty transfers for the last, you know, whatever, how many years that is, 23 years. Yeah, three, no, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like I said, there's a lot of caveats there, but like I really dig this movie otherwise. And I do not. Four bags. Okay. Just I've tried. I know. I yeah. I, I want to. I even I even actually like this era of Tom Sizemore. I, I think like if you put Tom Sizemore up against Michael Madsen in this era, you would be like, Well, Tom Sizemore's a better actor. Oh yeah, Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> he got a Madsen. stupid haircut, but...
1: Michael Madsen just always seems like he's above where wherever he is. Like, that's his only thing, his only shtick. It's just like... Uh,
0: <laughs> he seems like it, but you also look yeah. at him and go, dude, you should be lucky to be in this. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. no I, just, I, mean,
1: I mean, every character he plays well, is yeah. that guy who's just like, uh, why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I got better things yeah. to do. Yeah, that guy. Like, it's just... Yeah, yeah I'm, I am really don't have... Any patience for the? I have better things to do, people. <laughs> like ever, so, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I don't know. This one just works because, like, uh, I, I I know I saw this movie before. It's just one mm-hmm. of those things where, you know, there were a lot of movies like this from that era. There were a lot of things chasing, and I I don't know specifically what thing they were chasing, or if it was just one of those this is what we're doing now eras. You know, like, this doesn't really specifically, to me, feel like it has a, oh, that was successful? Like, get on more of it. But, I mean, they're all still in the alien ripoff mold, sort of, but even alien. Well, I mean, Pe- like, Pe- we Pe- started
0: talking about, the reason we watched this is because brought it up during uh Species mm-hmm. is that, yeah, there's just this era of mid to late 90s movies that for some reason, a lot of it took place in a sewer. Mm-hmm. And and those those movies all start to blend together.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's more like I'm thinking more like in terms of like there is some not large monster, but like, you know, human size or slightly larger monster that people are chasing, you know, mimic this, you know, like there's Mm -hmm. and they're all from this like same era. Like, right. Yeah. And split second, even, you know, I mean, there's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like. I don't know. Like I said, it's usually you can say like, oh, yeah, this became a trend because they were all chasing this popular thing. But there's not really one of that time period where it's like, oh,
0: this. Yeah, that set it all off. Yeah, it's not really a trend of like, well, we've got to ape that. I think it's just more of and this is where these movies end up.
1: Sure. But I mean, you know, like Predator (laughs) 2 was earlier sure. in 90s but it's that wasn't a runaway hit
0: it was just like oh
1: yeah predator too, great you know like it's not predator <laughs> yeah i <laughs> mean you know like, would say it killed the franchise <laughs> yeah but i mean like you know i'm just trying to think of like monsters in an urban style environment you know like we mm-hmm. went through a period of these you know and it's just it's yeah. strange because it's like you know and i don't mean large scale kaiju monsters i mean like you know a werewolfy
0: size thing <laughs> you know right and bug, what's really weird is that if you watch Jason Takes Manhattan, mm. you realize that they flood the sewers every night with nuclear waste. So mm. why would anyone want to film there? <laughs> uh-huh. It's a fact. Look, it <laughs> I don't think it is, Chuck. <laughs> no, that movie wouldn't lie. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Radioactive waste, maybe not nuclear waste.
0: I you know. Fine. There's a difference you're right okay but yeah they flood the sewers with it every night okay in manhattan there's guys down there who tell you <laughs> if you're if you're down there you gotta like get out of here <laughs> radioactive waste is coming <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: all right anyway i no, just uh, think nuclear
1: waste is like leftover uranium like and stuff like that it's like you can't really drop you know radioactive would be like the cooling water and stuff around it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah we should watch alligator that's that's like alligator I don't, yeah is that same era no well that was like 1980 oh okay well,
1: i was that's, just thinking like I, for a second i thought you meant like lake placid which i realized i've never seen oh we should watch lake placid <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i mean yeah I just, i'm pretty sure i've never seen that one and okay when you said alligator and i was thinking this time period i was like hey you mean like placid
0: yeah like <laughs> lake, lake placid but <laughs> well, it's
1: a crocodile right
0: and i don't know just- it's a, it's like outdoor. That's there's no sewers in that at all. Okay. But but it's pretty good. We should watch that. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I was thinking alligator and then also chud like those those two movies seem like the, these are like the sewer movies like oh. like if you just want to forget Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a second when you think of like movies in a sewer it's Alligator and Chud Weird. Chud especially is I, king my, of the sewers
1: my, well my brain went to uh it first <laughs> but I mean sure. you know like I guess one's a tv movie and the other one's fairly new I still never watched yeah. part two sorry I'm having random thought night like. It's okay. You yeah. don't need to watch part two. I I need to though, still okay. for some stupid reason. I don't know. Finish, I, I, finish the fight. I, yeah, <laughs> I need to rewatch part one and then watch part two.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be your first mistake. <laughs> well, I know. And hey, this is good.
1: Oh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, who knows? Well, I mean, I, like I, realm, yeah, so. I might
1: like the second one because
0: like my expectations are so low. Yeah. Now. uh Yeah. Exactly. I am not the the beacon of truth on the on these matters. I, I as we've all established, I have terrible taste. <laughs> mm-hmm
1: i'm wrong often i mean the goonies that's mostly in the sewers Right, that's more cave water shit yeah know? that's that's yeah. yeah i'm just thinking like movies that like mostly take place walking through like sewer looking places <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no just the you know famous scene in the fugitive not most of it right but that's also like a
0: dam yeah that's not really a sewer because that's a yeah over a waterfall well a dam right yeah. wasn't a dam eh, yeah. i don't know man-made waterfall Sure. Anyway, yeah. right in with your famous, your favorite sewer scenes. <laughs> 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 we'll do a whole poll of of movies that take place primarily in the sewers and you can vote on those. And uh, voting happens at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, that is our patrons only website for giving us money and we give you these. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of extra content. Uh, if you are listening to us now on Patreon, thank you for being here. Uh, if you're listening to this in 2021, if such a thing exists, uh... You mean like 2021? Go to the <laughs> patron, Patreon, because we we made it, <laughs> so...
1: I mean, are you saying 2021 might not exist? I am,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's guaranteed it will, I mean, not guaranteed. Oh, it, it, yeah, 2021 it, will happen. Yes. It just, I don't know if we will. Oh. <laughs> And these records might have been destroyed. Except actually, no, if we're gone, it, it's sort of like
1: the, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. And the answer is... So if there's is, no
0: timekeeper, there's no time.
1: Precisely. We we, okay. have, we have established that the year 2021 is such as it is. And mm-hmm. if we don't, you know, I was going to get to, there actually is an answer to the, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. And that is no, it makes a vibration. Oh. Sound is a is the ear's perception of vibration. And if no uh-huh. one is around to hear it, it does not turn the vibration into sound. I bet so. the teachers loved you.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but I'd say, yeah, the point is, is like, you know, if we're not around and 2021 20, yeah. would not happen. But the time, so per- the, the 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 time period just period... show up and
0: scan the planet and go, oh, it's 2021 down there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah. so it's like entering a, a new local time zone. Your cell phone just syncs up with it. it, uh-huh.
0: it yeah. Knows. When the TARDIS shows up, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> 2021 there's no one
1: here i mean yes if everyone's gone that you know uses the julian gregorian calendar then uh Uh, then yes 2021 will not exist okay but the time formerly known as 2021 will (laughs) most certainly exist
0: (laughs) right yeah either way if you're listening to this in 2021 or zero or whatever it is that we've entered if you want to give us a dollar or a credit or a, a Bitcoin or whatever the hell it is that we're subsist, give us a rock. Mail us a rock in the mail. <laughs>
1: yeah, a set of three seashells. I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever we're using at the time. The
0: send them to us, and uh, we'll we'll give you a podcast somehow. <laughs> I don't know how we'll do it. We'll I don't know. Write it down and mail it to you. <laughs> yes. Mail? Ha! Huh, who am I kidding? <laughs>
1: We will we will start telling our tale and then uh, through tribal speak it will get exactly. back to you eventually. Uh, yes, maybe the slightly song. slightly altered. We will tell the song you about will be sung. instead we will tell you about movies that we once remember we once saw and kind of remember. <laughs> so let me tell oh, you, man. Till children gather around. Let me tell you the story of the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> All right, so you see. <laughs> <laughs> there is, they're on this like ice planet And ice is frozen water And yep. uh yeah I was <laughs> right. trying to think about how you would explain The Empire Strikes
0: Back to somebody Who has no concept of anything Sure yeah especially starting with The literal middle <laughs> chapter Of a nine film series <laughs> Oh that would be great <laughs> Kids, all right, right, so talking- listen, a bunch of stuff happened forget all that I'll
1: be telling the story of Solo uh, <laughs> Star Wars story <laughs> what, what does that mean <laughs> alright so there's this guy named Han Solo he's very famous but you haven't met him yet <laughs>
0: but now you're going to <laughs> And the Imperial March is their recruiting music. (laughs) But that means nothing to you because you've never heard that song before.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It goes like. (laughs) Like, Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Sign me the fuck up for that army.
0: Wow, we've got off the rails. (laughs) Ah, We're allowed to.
1: It's variety. Variety it is... is means... No, this
0: is not a variety show. Oh, That's fuck. the other show. This, this is an extra show.
1: This is extra variety, then. <laughs> There's even more variety. Oh, no,
0: we can't do e- variety extra. No, you don't understand. Like,
1: you know, like, we started with variety, and now this is just extra variety, so... Oh, I see. I can okay. talk about whatever, like, 90s music and mm-hmm. cinematography trends and yep. whatever else. Okay. And then, you know, the theoretical telling, retelling of movies through <laughs> campfire <laughs> tales <laughs> during the post-apocalyptic winter future, yeah
0: it all makes sense yeah. <laughs> it all makes perfect sense uh that's it we're gonna leave we're gonna get out of here okay. um we'll be back maybe next time with another movie chosen by you uh until then I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow and this is bamcast expert now.